You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. Every day, we knowingly or unknowingly experience globalization. The worldwide movement of people, ideas, money, goods, data, drugs, weapons, computer and biological viruses, greenhouse gases, and more. This isn't new. People and goods have always moved around the world. The Silk Road, a network of trade routes stretching from the Mediterranean Sea to East Asia, facilitated the spread of fabrics, spices, art, weapons, technology, ideas, and disease over thousands of years. What is new, however, is the scale, velocity, and range of these flows across borders. Think about the speed at which an infectious disease like Ebola or Zika can spread around the world, or the reach of a financial contagion like the crisis of 2008. Look at your smartphone and think about the global coordination it took to produce. The interconnectedness of the modern world allows ideas, behaviors, styles, products, and news to spread more quickly and broadly than during any other period of history. But globalization's effects are complex. What represents an upside for some people might represent a downside for others. Globalization. What does that actually mean? Globalization is companies and governments coming together to bring the globe together, which means the boundaries between the nations are being challenged by these globalists. Why? Because of money. You go back about 50 years in America and it would be very hard to list the billionaires that lived in America. Now it's very, very simple billionaires that we have today is not just the American economy. It's the globe. It's companies that have reached out and this is a business model which I think is the way businesses work. You got to make money and if the United States does not provide you the growth in your company, then you reach out across the globe. And this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with companies in America that have reached out across the globe and have more customers, many more customers, than what America can provide. See, America is no longer this mom-and-pop company. Yes, we still have them, but as we progress, these companies are being put out of business. 
most companies have either sold off to other global investors in America or outright hired people from other countries to staff that organization. Whether you know it or not, there is a lot of people in this country that are not Americans that are working here and living off the environment because they like this country. That's why they're that's why they got the job in the first place. The fight is is not as much about the government that we're dealing with, which is a tremendous fight today because their tyranny, they're communists in America. As it is with who runs the U.S. government, which is the globalists. You see, you must understand the difference. You as a citizen today are no longer served by your government. They are served and represent you by a company, some sort of company in America. They don't care about you. They don't care about the minority people struggling, which is a third of this nation, if not more, in this country. They care about the dollar and how they can progress their company and their lives into millions and billions of dollars. Most liberal and conservative tech companies. So I'm going to give you some numbers. And this is from CNBC. So this is from the left telling us how the comparison of these liberal and conservative tech companies provide funding for politicians in America. So Netflix employees have sent 98% of their political contributions to Democrats according to the Center for Responsive Politics Open Secrets website. While tech workers strongly favor Democrats, they've sent more money to Senator Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, who are no longer running for president, than Bo... Listen to me, Bo... Joe Biden, Brandon, he's the president of the United States. He's not getting this liberal money. Instead, the socialists and communists are getting the money that we're talking about. 
So Qualcomm, big, huge communication company in America. The employees' donations split and about even between the parties. So think about that. So some of them are trying to play this game between the Democrats and the Republicans. But many of them could care less about conservatives. I'm going to give you an example. Netflix. In 2020, they provided the Democrat Party $340,000. And they provided the Republicans because of IRS, all that crap, right? Got to give to both sides. $7,000. NetVidia is a big gaming graphics card distributor. $154,000, $11,000 for the Republicans. Adobe, $401,000. 93% of their money went to the Democrats. Republicans got $28,000. IBM, you know who they are. Now we're getting into the big money. $1.5 million to the Democrats. And the Republicans got $168,000. Salesforce, seven hundred. dollars or I'm sorry, 457,000, Republicans 59. Google, 5.4 million dollars went to the Democrat Party. And only 766,000, which is 12% of their total donations in the political world went to the Republican Party. Google employees may not be the most partisan, but they do provide by far the most capital among tech companies. Sanders alone received more than $1 million from Google in 2020. Microsoft, we know who they are, $3.9 million to the Democrats. Less than a million. $609,000 to the Republicans. Apple, which a lot of us use, they spent $1.2 million on the Democrats and $228,000 on the Republicans. Last but not least, PayPal, which we use every day, $145,000 to the Democrats and the Republicans, the conservatives of this country, only got $27,000. And the list goes on and on and on. The only reason that this Democrat Party 
still exist is because of the big tech people in this country. They don't care about the values of America. They don't care about our country because they are no longer part of this country. They have a global economy. And the Democrats are the only one that support that global economy. Now the good news. There is actually still companies which you may know, and I'll tell you about that, that support conservatives. But it's far and few between. Black Rifle Coffee, Charitable Mobile, Centus, Conco Phillips, Cornerstone, Duke Cannon, The Epic Times, Gab, which we all know, both of them, are great conservative people. Hobby Lobby, along with Gab, Christian Values, Interstate Battery, Molson Coors Beer, believe it or not, a beer company, or they're still conservative. And, of course, we all know My Pillow. These are the major companies that still support conservative values, but they're being drowned by the thousands of companies in this country that have gone global and do not represent Americans' values. So how does this work towards manufacturing in America. It's a huge, huge problem. We've been dealing dealing with this for 20 years or more where these politicians have allowed these big companies to take manufacturing out of America and go to other countries to produce it at a less value and then bring it back to you so they can get more money instead of paying Americans to produce these products. And we have companies that are now owned by foreign entities that are not in America anymore. They sold these companies to people outside or investors outside of America. And when we get back from the break, I will cover that. And you will be absolutely floored when you hear about these companies that are no longer owned by Americans They are owned by globalists. And every day, every single day, every week, every month, more and more of Americans' companies are being bought by globalists, which means the money 
that they produce is going to them instead of the economy of America. We will be right back. Do not go away.
don't know about you, but I will tell you this. I am an American from day one until I die. I will never become a globalist. I will not become a sheep of this globe. Telling me how to live my life, directing me, watching me do what I do. I will fight to the end of my life to ensure that I am and will be an American. So let's talk about manufacturing. You know, all these companies that used to be here in America, well, they're moving and have been moving their manufacturing facilities to all these other countries. What does that do from a globalist perspective on the economies of these countries? So this is from a very well-known research organization. Not going to talk about it. But I will tell you what their results are. And this is from 2020. Before this fiasco boondoggle of a government that we have. Before that, can you imagine what it's going to be like when these results come out in 2024? The United States share of manufacturing in national economies. The United States is at 12% of all of these countries that do manufacturing, producing goods, and ship them across this globe. We're at 12%. So who is ahead of us? Who is producing more goods, shipping more goods across this globe? Where America used to be on top. And this is where we're at two years ago. Russia, 13%. Spain, 13%. Italy, 15%. India, 15%. Mexico, 17%. Japan, 20%. Indonesia, Muslim world, 21%. Germany, 21%. South Korea, 27%. And finally, and without any surprise, China, 28%. So we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 countries on this globe that are manufacturing products and distributing this according to their economy, across the globe, 
better than the United States. I wonder why. When we used to be the number one manufacturer of trade goods across this world. Now, let's talk about this. So, these companies that we're going to talk about were started and owned by people that lived in the United States. But that is no longer the case. Listen closely, because you may actually remember who these companies are. And it's going to floor you. When you think, how in the world did that company be sold to the globalists? Well, they were. Trader Joe's, the chain of eco-conscious supermarkets, is named after its founder, Joe Columbum, who established a business in Pasadena, California, back in 1967. But Trader Joe's has, in fact, been German-owned. The firm acquired by, you know, some big German name in 1979. Smithfield. We all know who they are. Barbecue, all that stuff. Pork provider. is now owned by Chinese. Shanghai Group, the world's leading pork producer, bought the company. The world looting, leading pork producer. Never thought that was possible. I thought we had more pigs than they did, but obviously not. You ready for this one? Holiday Inn. Yes, no longer owned by the U.S. 1988, a British brewery called Base bought the company in 1988. 7-Eleven, famed for the nation over and over again. Slurpees, Big Gulps, all that stuff. Well, if you bought a Slurpee after 1991, then you were paying Tokyo money for that Slurpee. 1991. Hoover U.S. You remember that? You know, the Hoover vacuum cleaners? This was an icon in the United States. Hoover is an American apple pie. But not many people are aware that the U.S. division of the vacuum cleaner company was sold by Whirlpool to a Hong Kong-based investment company, Tektronic Industries, in 2007 for 108 million dollars and the list goes on 
and on and on. You see, these people are selling out the values of America for the dollar. Things that we used to rely on and people that we used to rely on that were American citizens are now sitting fat, dumb, and happy in their millions in this country and they sold out to the globalists. More and more of these companies will do this. And then there is no longer a strong economy in America. Yeah, they, they will suck off your money when you buy these products. And they'll continue to do that unless you understand that America has value to it. And our dollars have got to stop going to the globalists. We have to understand and realize and face the fact that we need to do research and stop spending our money in these companies that are globalists and go back to reinforcing the economy of America. Now, I'm going to bring you a bonehead award. Absolutely. It's a good so-called bonehead award, but however, this is NBC News, and the reason, the only reason they're bringing this up is because they, along with all of the media, hate Christians. And they are absolutely PO'd about what happened in this Texas school board. That's the only reason they have this on the main street media. So they can attack us, us Christians that have changed what is going on in America. Specifically, Patriot Mobile, which is I'm part of. I switched from AT&T to Patriot Mobile this week, and I run into this clip. Thank you, Lord, for this great company that's providing great services in America. Listen to this bonehead award for tonight. A far-right Christian cell phone company is leading a Texas school board shakeup. Just last year, Patriot Mobile made it their mission to restore what it calls conservative Christian values at all levels of government. They first focused on school boards, spending more than $600,000 to help 11 candidates. All 11 won, and they took over four different school boards in the Fort Worth suburbs. NBC News senior investigative reporter Mike Hicksonball joins us now. Uh, Mike, first off, just briefly, I mean, how did this company pull this off? Well, the company Patriot Mobile uh, at the beginning of this year created a political action committee called Patriot Mobile Action. 
As you mentioned, they gave that PAC uh, $600,000. They found 11 candidates who they supported in four uh, school districts. And they blanketed these communities with flyers warning about the dangers of critical race theory and literally the phys- that children's physical safety would be in danger if they don't elect these 11 candidates. And as you mentioned, they won every race and flipped the majorities on some of those boards. I mean, this is really fascinating. And, and one of the reasons I'm glad you brought this to us is sometimes it's sort of these myopic stories that, that show us the larger trends that, that could be coming around the corner. We know, speaking of that, that sort of school board races are, are obviously more popular now for precisely the reasons you just mentioned, these, these culture wars that are now happening on the battlefield of schools. Is this sort of a, a blueprint that people in other parts of the country are now looking at as sort of a loophole as a way to control the education system? I think absolutely that there are groups all over the country who are doing uh, the same kind of work that Patriot Mobile has has done in Texas. Um, and they're working with big name, heavy hitter, national level GOP political consultants to craft these campaigns and to gain control of these school boards. And we saw this week, um, you know, one of these school boards that Patriot Mobile um, worked on, they passed what might be the most sweeping uh, set of policies in, in the country at a local at the local level in terms of restricting what teachers can say about racism, uh, gender, uh, sexuality, what books can be in the library. And as you see there, some, some parents protested by saying that our school district is no longer called Grapeville, uh, Grapevine Tollyville ISD. It is Patriot Mobile Action ISD. All right. NBC News senior investigative reporter Mike Hicksonball. Mike, thanks for bringing up this story. Really, really important. There's good news about this reporting. Even though NBC doesn't realize it, if they report anything like this and try to convince the American people that this company, Patriot Mobile, is doing bad. They will use this. Patriot Mobile will use this to advance their conservative idea that this country and the world was created by God, which they believe in. And I think this is great. Very, very interesting an exciting moment when these leftists try, try, which they will never succeed at, to convince Americans that this company is wrong, that this company is evil. No, they're not. They're bringing the truth of God to you and to the people that are witnessing or watching this news podcast or news television, whatever it is, on August 25th of this year. If I was the executive for Patriot Mobile, I would be jumping up and down and happy that they actually did this. That they actually brought to the major news network 
about my company and what we did for four Texas school boards. They are involved, which the rest of us should be involved, in local elections. This is the only way we're going to fight this massive socialist communist government is when we get enough people, we the people, to stand up, then the government has no choice to listen to the people of America. Last but not least, you see, the world today is and will be judged by the truth of God that created us. Are we ready to face the end times of the world? This will happen in the conversation, period. The world will end. And we must be ready to understand what is happening today. I'm not predicting any time frame because Jesus and God said that we will never know the end of the world, but we will understand as we get to that point. So I'm going to play you a clip, which I think is awesome about the end times in the Bible and how we need to understand what is really happening on this globe. Does the Bible prophesy a one world government and a one world currency in the end times? The Bible does not use the phrase one world government or one world currency in referring to the end times. It does, however, provide ample evidence to enable us to draw the conclusion that both will exist under the rule of the Antichrist in the last days. In his apocalyptic vision in the book of Revelation, the Apostle John sees the beast, also called the Antichrist, rising out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns. Combining this vision with Daniel's similar one, we can conclude that some sort of world system will be inaugurated by the beast, the most powerful horn, who will defeat the other nine and will begin to wage war against Christians. The ten-nation confederacy is also seen in Daniel's image of the statue in Daniel 2, 41-42, where he pictures the final world government consisting of ten entities represented by the ten toes of the statue. Whoever the ten are, and however they come to power, scripture is clear that the beast will either destroy them or reduce their power to nothing more than figureheads. In the end, they will do his bidding. John goes on to describe the ruler of this vast empire by having power and great authority given to him by Satan himself, being followed by and receiving worship from all the world, and having authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. Everything that is happening today that we're confused about is supposed to happen. You see, we as people do not control this world. God does. And it is in his plan on how this world proceeds. But 
we are seeing things that are changing very, very quickly in this world on how we're going towards the end of it. When I was a young individual, a teenager in my 20s in the Marine Corps, all I thought about was America, how to get better in America, how to be part of this country, how to raise my family to respect the flag, respect America, respect the values of America. But we are being destroyed from the inside of this country for a purpose. If it is God's plan that America will recover from what is going on in this country, then we will not be able to stop it. When I say we, even the evil leftist communist people will not be able to separate America from the globe. But I don't know how that's going to work out. You don't know how that's going to work out. However, the best thing we can do is vote for the right people to lead our government and pray to the God that created us to give us strength and endurance to lead a successful life through these times in America. Share this podcast far and wide. Many people do not do this kind of research. I'm asking you to share it with your friends, your family, fake book, Twizzler, whatever it is. Share it so they can hear the truth about where we're at in this country and not rely upon the great media, leftist, communist media that have taken over this world. Thank you very much for listening to podcasts. I appreciate every one of you and I love you dearly in my heart just as Jesus told us love your neighbor as yourself and that is exactly what I try to do every single day this is the gunny out Of the free life is still yet to come. 
good times ain't over for good.